don't even know what's going on. What's up, fellers? Hello. Hi. It's the wooden baked pizza. Hey. I'm the baked. I'm the wooden. And I guess I'm the pizza. You are the pizza. Or nice. the dub pizza. No. Welcome back. Now it's September. It's September. Or as they say in Spanish, Septiembre. One more time? Septiembre. I don't know if that's right, actually. Wow, it sounds so right. bilingual. You're taking too many Arabic lessons. It's Spanish. I know. Oh, okay. That's it's why you're wrong. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of muddying yeah. your Spanish a little bit. Muddy. I did find out in my Arabic class, 25% of Spanish is Arabic. Like, Wait. it's based on Arabic. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Apparently, uh... A lot of the Arabic people like took residence in Spain. That's why there's over a million words. Yeah. In Arabic. That's intense. Yeah. I was Kay. telling Josh about it earlier. Like English has six hundred thousand. Arabic's like, yeah. Well we got a lot. We got one million three hundred thousand. I think I only know a hundred English words. <laughs> I was thinking about that one day. I was like, I used the word I and the word like and uh and I feel like I don't say a lot. Yeah. What's the definition yeah. of a? Uh. Uh. I think a definition of a uh is like a brain fart. Onomatopoeia. Like your brain just stops for a split second. Yeah, like you know lag. how people go on like stage and they're like every other word's like uh. Yeah. Uh. It's like that. It's like a brain pause. I think you should put that in the next edition of Webster Dictionary, Josh. Oh, yeah? And then it a could be a pause? picture of you having a brain pause. <laughs> you know the, you know I know a couple of people who do that. Huh? A synonym for uh. What? Lord. Because people, when they pray, instead of saying uh, they just go, and Lord, thank you, Lord, for Lord, just the day, uh, Lord. And Another one would be um. And father. Uh and um. Interchangeable. Uh, um. Another synonym. Like, I'm just thinking in terms of prayer, like all the synonyms, like the filler words that people use. Brain pause. Yeah. Yep. Well, good. Yeah. So what we got in store this week? What do we have in store? We got four questions this week. Five, actually. That's what I like to hear. Five questions yeah. from no, viewers. Six. Oh. Six questions. From viewers like all you. Right. Like you. Well, um, well, we got two from the same person. Isn't that from PBS? For, thank you for viewers like you. It, yeah, it is. Isn't that PBS? Oh, no. Wait. And to viewers like you. Thank you. That doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's what it is. Uh. It's PBS. It's PBS. Okay. Okay. All right. So we got two from the Dodge Squad. Oh, shoot. We got one from Noah Cooper. Oh, All right. One Nooper. from not Noah Cooper. Oh, okay. Not Nooper. We got two from... Uh, well, they didn't want to know. They didn't want to say who it was. Okay. Uh-huh. And anonymous. And then we have a few that we just haven't gotten to yet. All, all right. right. Cool. So. Thanks for all the questions. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, I'm going to go to one of the older ones that we haven't done. Let's do it. Um, more of a question for me, I guess, the person who put this. When are you guys going to have the guy, the president guy from Georgia Tech on? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So that is old David Shoemaker. He is, yeah, the president of the Georgia Tech BCM. Some of you may know him. He's a really awesome dude. Me and him actually went to Puerto Rico together, what was that, three years ago on a mission trip. I guess that would be three years ago. Yeah, crazy. It's been a while. Yeah, so right after freshman year of college, um, went through Send Me Now, 
which is a mission uh, program that BCM does statewide. And uh, it sends college students uh, all around the world or anywhere in the U.S. Um, to go and serve as missionaries. Yeah, if you want to hear some uh, stories from when we were, the Josh and I were on a Send Me Now mission, you can go look for the baked pizza episodes. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. We Two of them were made when you guys were on your trip. Yeah, we I were forgot about that. In the midst of a mission in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, that's Drained. right. We were be- being Michigan gangsters. Being drained, yeah. But we had a bathtub with us. Yeah, we did. That's right. It was a bath. Yeah. But yeah. So, anyways, Puerto Rico. That was with uh, old David Shoemaker. We go way back, and now he's off doing big things. I believe he is a. I think it's like politics major. I don't. I don't know the exact terminology of his major, but he wants to get into like campaigning. And stuff like with politics, which yeah. is kind of crazy. He's had an, he had an internship over the summer in Washington D.C., and so he was helping with different representatives and getting to meet them. And he's a really awesome guy. So hopefully, in the future, we'll be able to have you on the show. Not sure logistically how we would do that, but hey, we always got Zoom. Yeah, and I got a thing that does Zoom. See, look at that. We'll let Candler figure it out, and hopefully you'll come on a future episode. That sounds like a nightmare, but we can try. <laughs> I mean, old David's been keeping in touch as well. Yeah, David's been watching, like, almost all the episodes. He told me about it. Yeah. He, we text every week. Really? Yeah. We started you and doing David that. David Schumacher? Yeah, because he, like, unlike us, we're very blessed to have a campus minister. Georgia Tech doesn't really have one. They have, like, a regional. Hmm. Um regional campus minister or whatever. So a lot of what David is doing is like he's actually teaching. Gotcha. Which is pretty intense. Like I wouldn't be able to, I don't think, (laughs) do that. Yeah, not only that, but school at the same time. Wow. He's a workhorse. So yeah, so shout out to old David Shoemaker. Hopefully we'll have you on in the future. Love you, dude. Yeah. Uh, A new question. Um, well, not a new question, but also another older another question. Another question, yeah. Um, this one also did not say who it was from, um, but it said, taken from an atheist I talked to earlier oh, this summer. Megan. You said who? <laughs> who is it? It's Megan. Oh, We Megan. talked about this. Meg's Megan talked Spence. the other day. Oh. She, Spencer. She, yeah. Yeah, so taken from an atheist I talked to earlier this summer. How do we know who wrote the Gospels? And additionally... How can we trust what they said, seeing as two of them were not true eyewitnesses? Mm. I guess the people who wrote the gospel. Which which one of the twos that were were Paul? not? No, I mean, it would be Luke, and it would be Mark. Well, Paul wasn't there when he. Yeah, but Jesus oh, the came. came the gospels. Gospels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even right. so, that's yeah. not a gospel. Yeah, that's true. And he that. actually saw Jesus. Yeah, but he didn't see him. Get didn't crucified. see the crucifixion. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. How can we trust? Well, some of them, I believe, is it is it John that blatantly says like I at, at like the very end of the book he ends it saying like I couldn't record everything because like the like if I recorded everything Jesus did it wouldn't fit. I think he says his own name. I believe I need I need to pull that up. Yeah, John's to verify the one it. that he's like I'm the one that. God loved 
the one he keeps referring to himself as yeah. the one that Jesus loves. Well, I know one of them is like it says in verse twenty five, and there also many other things that Jesus did, which if every one of them were written down, I suppose not even the world itself could have contained the books that would be written. Oh, here we go. Uh, verse 24, the one right before that. Uh, this disciple is the one who testifies to these events and has recorded them here. So John is referring to himself. So in John... I believe John 21, um, at the very end of verse 24, he says, this is the disciple who is bearing witness about these things, who has written these things, and we know that his testimony is true. John is referring to himself as he wrote the book of John, this account. So that's one of the Gospels that we know, like, who wrote it. Yeah, and what about Luke? Uh, Luke was, I think he was a physician or something. He was, he had some yeah. like really yep. good occupation or whatever. He just did like um, a lot of research and did like just asked a lot of questions from people who were eyewitnesses and gathered all that all their testimonies and wrote it down in a book. So in Luke one and two it says, "Inasmuch as many have undertaken to compile a narrative of things that have been accomplished among us." just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word have delivered them to us. And this is verse 3. It seems good to me also to have followed these things closely for some time past to write an orderly account for you most excellently. And then he says, Theophilus. Theophilus. Theophilus, that you have made certainly concerning. But anyway... He's just talking about how, like, he basically got the um, interviews from other people who were eyewitnesses and compiled all their stories. And basically from those testimonies confirming all the other Gospels, um, because a lot of the things that he mentions is what's talking uh, spoken of, like, Matthew or John, who were eyewitnesses yeah. uh, at that time who wrote down them. I don't think I realized Gospels. that he wasn't an eyewitness. Yeah. I don't think I realized that. But if it is any more confirmation, is that it was written 2,000 years ago? Well, maybe not 2,000. More like 1,900. It was, it was almost, almost, it was almost 2,000. 2000. And Go round up. Uh, yeah. And in 2,000 years of 2,000 years worth of people trying to disprove the Bible, we still hold those two Gospels as Gospels. Yeah. And, like, there have been, like, gatherings of, hundreds of people where they're just like, all right, let's see what is legit and if this contradicts anything. And they're like, oh, nope, it's still good. It still lines up. Yeah. So We have lots of outside historical documentation that back up not only the reports brought about in the various three, uh, four Gospels, but also outside sources like backing up the stuff that's written into the validity that of what we have now is close or pretty much exact to what the original text mm -hmm. was and then like going back to a previous podcast that we talked about just like how can we trust the bible it's that same thing where it's like um we have a lot of people who wrote like manuscripts like almost like tenfold compared yeah. to like someone like george washington who we can say fully existed yeah, yeah. i mean like, it's the same thing where it's like 
uh, all these people are saying these are the things that happened and it's like do you believe that do you believe yeah. what they wrote down and yeah it's honestly i mean like in some way like you have to have faith of what people wrote like in history yeah i mean i think like in some degree the fact that luke was able to write the gospel that he did having not been there to like be an eyewitness there were enough eyewitnesses that he was able to go and just collect yeah all of these stories from people and not only did he get enough to like write out a fully complete story of like the story of Jesus but he got it from all of these different people and it still lined up with what the people who were with Jesus yes and heard it straight from him it lined up with what they said it aligns with the other yeah. gospels yeah and then not only that but it also lines up with what the old testament said it was going to be so i think at the very least, that should be a uh, a good indicator that it's legitimate. Yeah. And same with uh, Mark. Is that who he said, Mark? Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. yeah. Luke, Luke Hopefully that answers your question. I found a good article in crossexamine.org about who wrote the Gospels. We can put that um, in our Dropbox if you are interested in reading that. Oh, the Google Drive? Yeah. That's what it is? Yeah. Okay. We'll put it in there, and hopefully that can be one resource yeah. to help. But also, do your own research. And if you have any further questions, submit it, and we can look more into it. Yeah, yeah we're just spitballing, like, just knowledge yeah. off the top of our heads. Yeah, we're <laughs> definitely not theologians. Um, okay, so next questions. Um, this one is from Noah Cooper, and definitely not Noah Cooper in that order. So the first question is, what's your favorite memory you've made from during your time in BCM? Wow. Ooh. Yeah, that's We've a been lot. We've been in a long time. <laughs> wow. Favorite memory. Josh Austin and I have been there a while. When did we start? Three years ago. Three. This is year four? Mm-hmm. Dang, son. This time freshman year, we were locked in with Chris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I wasn't even really doing I was going to say, you really didn't start coming until second semester because yeah. your schedule didn't align. I mean, I was going to the Bible study with y'all, but. Yeah. I wasn't in BCM, BCM. Favorite memory. Man, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot that's happened in three years. <laughs> Having to go through the, flip through my old Rolodex. If you don't know what that is, just type it in Google Images. I'll do that later. Oh, I figured you would know. <laughs> <laughs> I think for mine, I think it's either the first lake day that we had Mm. which was super fun because it was like we had like a solid group of people who went yeah. there. That was really awesome. We got one coming up too. Or the first semester that Jesse actually started, yeah, like fully as a full-time campus minister, uh, he, like the first like night, or like the first couple of weeks we mm. had like a, um, first a block party and a lot of people came to that. Yeah. And then we had a game night and a lot of people came to that too. So it was like, it got me really excited for this semester coming up because like me and Austin, we were both up and coming men's discipleship yeah. leaders. And mm-hmm. there was just, it would, it, I guess it was just like very encouraging to see where it was yeah. and then see the just growth in like one yeah. semester. Yeah. And then like that BCM night, the first one, so many people came like, mm-hmm. it was like, Whoa, <laughs> where do these people come from? It's definitely not a favorite but, memory on my part, but my first BCM meeting, I sat down and my girlfriend had just dumped me. And we sat down there yep. like, what's your highs and lows of the week? And it got to me. And I went, well, I got dumped. <laughs> and they're like, oh. And I was like, yeah, we dated for two years. And she dumped me. And everybody's just like, 
Oh, we're and all sitting at guy, one big table. And then one guy goes, "Well, thanks, Josh." So <laughs> then did everybody say just that. said, "Thanks, Josh," and they just blamed it on Josh. And then we moved on. Yeah, but yeah. Also, what's your favorite memory? I think the one that I think about a lot is our first Christmas party that we had. Ooh. With Chris? Um, no. No. Oh, uh, no, that's well, different. Okay. Yeah, that's the different. first, like, big BCM yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Christmas party, uh, which would be right after, like, like uh, I guess it's close to the one-year anniversary of Jesse being the campus minister. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just remember everyone being together. Um, a lot of our main leaders and solid people that are in the BCM now had just started coming yeah. a couple months prior. Mm-hmm. And so by that point, everyone's starting to feel each other out. And I remember that um, that party was just really awesome. I think we dressed up. You Nice little outfits. You and Candler. Candler dressed up in your oh. suit. Yeah, and I dressed it in an I actual suit. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, if you look at my Instagram... <laughs> still the picture from that <laughs> night yep because i just liked it so much yeah. and it looks like i'm falling backwards but i'm really just leaning back in a chair yep. and somebody got a picture of me and you can't see the chair yeah because it looks pretty cool goes around it and then we did the um a gift exchange where we all got like a, we brought a gift and we rotated oh, yeah. it around and my gift was a signed <laughs> picture of jesse yeah. that was awesome because i opened it up and it made me laugh so hard that I just collapsed. Like, I fell on the ground. And then you guys saw it. It started laughing super loudly. And it was, like, iconic. Right now, it is on top of my brother's microwave in his kitchen. And it looks <laughs> at him every time he goes in the kitchen. It reminds him where his heart belongs. With Jesse. Oh. I do. Uh, that night was so interesting because not only was that happening, we were also stressing about, like, anatomy. Oh, we yeah. were stressing about it. And so, like, right after we left, like, I mean, like, right before we left, we were like, bye. And every single one of them said goodbye at the same time. It was, like, so loud. Do you remember that? Yes. I was like, yep. We were like, dang. That was, because <laughs> when we walked outside, we we're like, whoa, what the heck? This is awesome. You're like, BCM is humongous. Yeah. Like, I think that's when I realized that like, was BCM is, like, huge now. Or, like, not huge, but, yeah. like, huge to us. I think mm-hmm. that was the biggest group we had. Because we, I think we had just hit 35. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like the max that we could have in that room. Yeah. And so we were worried that we weren't going to be able to keep going there. But then we like dropped the next, like when we came back, it had dropped a little bit. And then we like outgrew the room we were in. We had to move to a different room. Yeah. We kept having to move around a lot. Now we're we were in the butler room. Yep. That was terrible. <laughs> now we're at Crawford Avenue. Yeah. What about cool. yours, Candler? Um, oh, I've got a lot of memories, and I don't remember most of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just remember a lot of. Um, I don't know. I can't really think of like one that I would choose as a favorite. I would just say like the the majority of the time it was just good. Like yeah. I've never really had a bad experience. I could name some of the worst ones. But I don't know if I can name any like highlights because it was all just really one. good. Name the worst one. Um. So like one of the most stressful nights is the first time we got the sound system. I would say that was a really stressful night because I got there like an hour early, and I was like, "All right, well I'm gonna start setting up." And then we pulled everything out to start setting up, 
and uh, half of it was gone. Uh, like it just didn't get brought. I remember what? that. And so then I had to wait till like twenty minutes before we started to oh, get man. stuff to actually set things up. That was really stressful. And then another really stressful night was the last night last year when we did it in the auditorium. The actual worship night. Yeah. We had a worship, like a big worship night, and so. Um, that was probably the worst one. Like it wasn't. It was a really good night. It was just like the most stress-inducing. You were extremely stressed because it was in the middle of finals week. Um, I had had to cut back on like work hours, so I'd cut way way back to like one day a week, and I had like I think I had six hours in work, and so I'd cut way back, and then I was still getting slapped around with classes and finals and projects, and then I had to plan all this music. We did like eight songs. And we had to practice, and I told everybody, get here at 4.30. And the group I told, like, was bringing the audio equipment. I'm like, all right, we need you to be here at 4 so that we can set it up and we can start practice at 4.30. And they didn't get there till, uh 4.45 or 5. And so it uh, it was very stressful. Mm. We we got to practice for, like, 5, 10 minutes. But it was still good. It was good. Like, no, it was a great. really good night. It was just stressful. Probably the most amount of stress I've had in a long time. But yeah. So then, what's your favorite memory? You um, didn't answer Nooper's question. Nooper. Uh, I don't really know if I've got like a favorite. I think my favorite time, because I will lead worship, I think my favorite time is when we're doing worship and like I'll pull back from like singing and I just hear everyone else singing. Mm. And so, like, when you, because like that's kind of the thing I, when we were in the mission trip over the summer. Um, one thing that just kind of clicked with me, I guess, is like, I've always said it that we're the worship leaders, so we're like leading the worship, like we were supposed to be worshiping. But over the Michigan trip, like in, when we were on the mission trip, I just realized that like part of it is we're worshiping, and so we're setting an example. And so like it's been really cool being at Crawford and doing it in the sanctuary now because the acoustics in that room are really good. And so we've got like 65 people now. And so there's been moments when I'll, like, pull back and I'll stop singing. And so, not singing, like, I'll stop singing in the microphone. And we have monitors, like, we're super fancy now. <laughs> and so when I pull back from singing, all I can hear is just everyone else. And that's probably the best times at BCM is just when, like, everyone else is worshiping. So, yeah. Legit. Oh, cool. Um, okay. Next question. So we have two questions. And I think this person posted the question because we never answered it, and I kind of feel bad about it. But uh, to go back to the older question, and then I'll read the new question as well. Uh, yeah. They didn't say who it was. But the older question is how to, how to deal with self-harm and suicidal thoughts as a Christian, and then the new question is how to deal with self-harm addiction as a Christian. So I guess this is like how do you deal with feeling suicidal and dealing with like self-harm, but also if you've become addicted to self-harm and I guess how that feels. How do you deal with that as a Christian? What would be the Christian aspect or look on that? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough one. That is heavy. Yeah. Well, um, I can kind of give my yeah. testimony on that because as someone who did struggle with suicide and does like kind of like struggle with it every now and then, um, I guess I can try and give you a little advice. Uh, so, bef right before I became a Christian, 
there were like multiple times where I almost killed myself and then I gave my life to Christ and honestly it dropped like that thought of suicide really dropped and now like going into college it would only rekindle when I would go back home so it would only be triggered by things that kind of like reminded me of that past life yeah, yeah. reminding me of that. So whenever I would go home, I would kind of have those thoughts. And then, but I had other people that I would talk to. Like at that time, like the only person I would tell was Madison. And she would help me think through that stuff or like walk me through that stuff, which was really good. Not saying that, oh, you need a girlfriend to, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get you through it. But she was someone that I would talk to who would remind me of like the gospel or like remind me of things that um, that I thought were true, but they weren't. Yeah, because a lot of it is just like you're just battling. At least for me, was like battling thoughts like that, of like just forgetting, I guess, my self worth in Christ. Yeah. And so like remem- remembering your self worth in Christ, at least for me, was helpful. Like having brothers around me who are both who are all like walking towards in the same direction, like towards holiness just being like feeling encouraged by them and like having people kind of like remind you of scripture, especially like having like that time when uh, we're able to like just talk about quiet times and stuff. Those are moments where it's like encouraging and just being reminded of the gospel. And um, yeah, I mean like I still kind of battle that now, but it's definitely not as bad. I think because I don't identify with, a lot of things in this world, I kind of more identify with Christ. So, I mean, like, for me, it's kind of like, it's like a thinking game. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely, I haven't had the same, like, experience as that. But um, I know, like, recently uh, with my my younger sister, there was a lot of issues that went on. And uh, there was some stuff that happened in terms of um, dealing with suicide and um, just talking to her I think and and dealing with like anxiety and stuff like that as well because both of those I feel like are very similar in terms of when you're thinking about it your brain kind of doesn't look at like well this is what would seem logical like if you know something you don't look at it like oh this is logically the reason I shouldn't do it because all your brain can think of is these are all the things that are wrong mm-hmm. with like me or things that are wrong in my situation and this is how I get out of it um, and I think, like, even with my sister, um, just and it, without sounding too cheesy, just pointing her to the gospel, but then also reminding her that, like, as her brother, I still love her. Like, even if you've made mistakes, uh, you know, I s- still love you. And so I think just remembering that, one, you've got people, like Josh was talking about, that you can go to and talk to, and they can, like, help remind you. But also, because you don't always, like, you're not always going to have somebody there that can, like, walk with you. Like, there's not going to be 24-7 just somebody. You might, and if you do, that's awesome. But, like, for me at least, if if it's, like, 2 in the morning, I might call Josh and he's probably asleep. (laughs) Um, I I do live with Austin, but I try not to wake him up because he's kind (laughs) of grumpy. I'd be there for you. I know. But... If I didn't live with Austin, I might not have anybody that's just be able to like pick up right. at the drop of a pen. But uh, I think just being able to, if you can, talk to yourself as if 
you're not you. Mm-hmm. So like if you can talk to yourself like you're trying to calm somebody else down, it can kind of help. Yeah. Um, just kind of playing a mental game with yourself. Imagine you're yeah. talking to somebody who's having these issues. Exactly. And, and that's, then that's you can talk yourself out of it. That's kind of like what I do. Yeah. But I remember like as soon as I became a Christian, I was immediately discipled by an older guy who has been walking with the Lord for a couple of years yeah. or for a while. And um, that was super helpful. Yeah. So, like, I think having someone pour into you kind of plays a role into that because you, you can just be super honest and they can just give you um, just, I guess, advice through that. I don't know. It just helped me just having someone disciple me who was yeah. following the Lord. So, yeah. I think something else that's really important as well is prayer. Because a lot of that is deep meditation, not only on God, but also on scripture, truth. Um, and then that also reflects into the gospel as well. Whether that be um, praying by yourself, or I think a good um, common denominator is having solid believers around you to point truth and be there for you as well. Because God can speak to us through other believers who are deeply seeking after him and uh, reading his word and so in uh, times of struggle you can definitely reach out to other strong believers um, that you have around you to pray with you to speak truth to you just like you experienced Josh and what you mentioned Candler but I think prayer is really powerful as well as as well Um, you know with all things um, submit upon to the Lord um, scripture talks just about the power of prayer a lot, and so I think that's a tool that God has provided for us that we should also use as well. Yeah. I think there's also, I mean, we've kind of talked about it in the past, just with anxiety and depression and stuff when we've talked about it in the past, but like there's a lot of good scripture that points to how this is not just us who deals with this. Like mm-hmm. this is a reoccurring theme just through people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so like even some of the, the strongest, most powerful people like King David, who is so strong that men from other nations would come over and try to pull back his bow and they couldn't even get it. Um, and he would just walk up and with ease pull it back. I think the fact that a man that strong and a man that like led a country that was so strong, other nations didn't even try to attack him He anymore. was known as the greatest yeah. king of Israel. A man that, that is that strong, if he still deals with depression, like to the point where... At one point, he rips his clothes off, shaves his head, and pours ashes over his head. If somebody is that strong and powerful, but they still deal with the depression, and then, you know, God is able to still comfort them through that kind of, like, experience, how much more is God going to be able to, like, comfort us with what we're going through? Yeah, one of the biggest lies that the devil uses is that we are alone. Yeah. And that further feeds into those kinds of struggles. Yeah. So I hope that answers your question. If you have any more, feel free to insert them or DM one of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And and not only like holistic thinking about stuff like that, but I, you know, God's provided for us Christian counselors and people who are trained to have therapeutic communication. Yeah. I've learned a little bit of it in nursing school, but there are professionals who do it and are able to help you rationalize through thoughts and stuff because sometimes yeah. there are deeper things that you've gone through in your life that you know maybe you don't realize it's affecting you in that way so and sometimes you just might need the medicine like because i know with like my sister that was part of the issue was one the medication she was on 
did the opposite. And it was supposed to be helping with the issues that she had in terms of like hormones being a little messed up. Mm-hmm. But she started one and it made it a little bit worse. But now she's on one and she's like, oh, I feel great. Or even exercising. That also. I mean, like, I'm learning all about like how exercise decreases stress and like it could decrease depression and anxiety because of like uh, your adrenaline that builds. Like, yeah. you get those, uh, that dopamine from your adrenal gland and stuff. And so it's like, good. yeah, you look good. Confidence. You, f- you feel that confidence. And, and it could also be a social thing as well, which then yeah. adds into everything else we're talking about. So, like, and maybe you, you just need to exercise girlfriend. a little bit. I think that helped also, like, because, yeah. yeah, whatever. But that was going to go off of the tangent. But anyway, <laughs> for me, it helped. Exercise yeah. is also helping. Yeah, if, oh. you, if you are, whoever submitted, if you are struggling with it, definitely reach out to somebody about it. Yeah. All right, so on to the one that's from not Noah Cooper. He said, what do you think makes Noah Cooper so great? <laughs> <laughs> what a turnaround. Your new tattoo. Oh, yeah, I forgot about his new tattoo. You said your. This isn't Noah Cooper. This is not Noah oh, Cooper. Oh, if you oh. were Noah Cooper, it would be your tattoo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Noah Cooper did just get uh, Boba Fett on his own tattoo. It really cool. It does look really cool. He said he's going to get it completely filled in around the edges, like with space. Wow. Yeah, and Change. then he's going to get like uh, the slave one on the back of his arm. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. The bond servant yeah the no yeah. what it what's disney call it now the bond servant. <laughs> what's disney call it now i don't know boba fett's starship it's not the slave one anymore yeah it's not slave one that's the name of his ship but they're calling it uh boba ship boba fett's starship yeah to be politically correct i'm gonna call it the slave one yeah i'll call it slave two. Oh. you could be slave three king oh I wow! Think one thing but what makes what makes Noah, I mean, Noah Cooper? What makes Noah Cooper yeah. great? What do you think, Josh? I like that he's so knowledgeable about the same things I'm interested. I'm not totally knowledgeable on a lot of things, but he knows a lot of things like about Marvel and Star Wars and stuff like that. And it's so easy to relate with him in that way because it's like I'm totally into all that. I agree. Well, good yeah, job, Noah. I, um, you're great. Yeah, Noah. Mm-hmm. Think, i got to think of something that's good. What do I like about Noah? I like that Noah is just kind of willing to talk. Like, I don't mean that in, like, an offensive way, but, like, he'll just start talking about something, and then he's just like, okay, well, I guess we're talking about this. And he'll just talk about it. Like, even if he's not interested, he'll just talk about it with you. <laughs> Cause, that's like, very true. You could You could bring up something that, like, he doesn't know about. And he's just like, all right, well, we can talk about this. And then he'll just start <laughs> talking to you about it. Like, and he won't try to act like he knows about it. He just, he'll talk about it. So I like that. Yeah. He's willing to be social, even yeah. though he might not necessarily seem like he's willing to be social at first. He's pretty diverse. Yes. The more you talk to him. Yeah. Diverse and everything that he likes. Good you know, I'm looking at the questions we have, and I think we could do all of them, like finish them off tonight. Because they're kind of, they're not going to take long. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Okay. Well, Austin, what do you think about, uh, oh, you said tattoo. That's yeah, right. yeah, he said the tattoo. All it's right. a pretty sweet tattoo. It is I sweet supported tattoo. both answers as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was talking to him, and he said it took forever. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, I can't imagine. The color. I don't remember how many sittings. So, Noah, if you want to put a, you know, in the forum, you can just put how many sittings it took as a question. <laughs> just don't say anything else. Just put the number. Or 
we can get a picture of his tattoo and put it on our Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that. And you send, can comment. Send me a picture of your tattoo and we'll <laughs> post it. All right, next question. With your at so people next can follow question, you. Next All right, sorry. Next question. Shout out Noah. Yeah. Um, this one is not from anybody. Like, it just doesn't say who it's from. It's anonymous. Uh, and it's not for me. Uh, Austin and Josh both had COVID. Oh, it is for me. Never mind. Austin and Josh both had COVID. Can we talk about how many times Camler has escaped COVID? <laughs> <laughs> like 15 times? Question mark. That's accurate. <laughs> it's eight. Thank you very much. Eight close encounters. Yeah, I don't know how you've done it. There's been several times. Yeah, like I had COVID. And then I rode in the car right next to Candler. Yeah, we, we both were out. not wearing masks. Yeah. And he we, did not get it. Yeah. Austin and I hung out for like two days in a row for like eight hours. <laughs> we did. Yeah. While he had COVID. And, uh, and I didn't, didn't know I had COVID. Yeah. And then when Josh got it. I was at, we were at Jesse's house. I was laying down dying. Yeah. Josh was sitting beside me and he was like. I was just exhausted. <laughs> He's like, I don't, I'm not sick. I'm just exhausted. I just my body, my body. He's like, my whole body aches. Like, like Josh, every single joint hurt. He was at the peak of COVID, and he was just like, I'm just exhausted. Keller's <laughs> just hanging. And out I'm just sitting him. beside him. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and I'm trying to think. Who else did Morgan I? had it? Morgan. I had a meeting with Morgan, and uh, I'm sitting beside her chilling. And then the next day, she texts me, and she's like. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, I'm currently dying from COVID, and I'm like, oh, well, that's that's great. Hope you're doing okay. Um, I guess I'm gonna go into quarantine now. And these are all the times that we know about. Yeah, your stepdad had it. He did. We went to visit my parents very briefly, oh, yeah. and he had COVID. Yeah. We all didn't get it, but that was another time for Candler. I hung out another with one. my grandfather, and, and he had he, it, and my uncle it, yeah. both had it. Like they had it at the same time, and I had been hanging out with them for like all day for like two or three days. Another one for Candler. Um, I'm trying to think what else. When else have I been exposed? I don't know. It's been a lot. There's been more. So if you work for the CDC and you're listening, Candler might be the cure. Yeah, come get my blood, man. He's I'm right. not giving it for free, but you can come get He's it. Will they're Smith. gonna send SWAT and come kidnap Crap, you. Crap, they're gonna take me. Yeah. Please take don't. You just offered yourself. Now they can. Well. <laughs> Take that was the verbal world, consent. But give me Jesus. That's all I need to live as Christ, die as gain, and oh, give y'all blood. I guess oh, that's worth man. dying. All for. right, next question. Um, yeah. So we've talked about that. Oh, I'm also vaccinated now, so I'm tr- doubly immune to certain strands. Yes, but I'm already immune in general. So that that is very true. So, um, let's see. Next one, Austin. We love you. That's it, actually. That's it? That's the question. Aw, thanks, guys. Oh, it says the Dodge Squatch. Aw, my boys. Yeah. All right, next. Boys. We don't want Austin taking Hold on. <laughs> the next one's from the Dodge I Squad, I love too. them, too. It says, also, what podcast equipment do you guys use? Oh, I Can guess I that's really unique. Can I let you get unique. into that? Um, Junk. So, currently, we have four microphones. Um, what kind of microphones? I want to say they're like, shoot, now I don't remember the number. I want to say it's like SM58. That sounds right. Um, but they're just like normal, like stage microphones. They have the built-in like pop filters in the, in the little part that goes over the microphone. I can't think of words now. That's okay. I got put on the spot. I'm sorry. But we also have like pop filters over the top. So now we got like double pop filters. That's why I can say pop without it being too bad. Um, our lighting, we're currently using a uh, lantern in the living room because our electric bill got really high this month. Um, (coughs) yeah, bruh, it's high. Living isn't expensive, especially when you live in Augusta and it's humid as heck. And 
Our house is old, and our landlord won't fix the underside of our house. Nope. So we have to keep dehumidifiers yeah. on all the time. They're like commercial size, yeah. and it fills Big. up twice a day. Yeah, we're like we're pumping like eight gallons out of our house every day. It's horrible. Um, but not to be too angry, we're going to move on from that. Yeah, we're also using soon. the Zoom. I think it's called, yeah, it's the PodTrack P4. It's pretty nice. I guess I can, I guess when I post a picture of us sitting in the living room with our lantern, I can put a picture of that too, just <laughs> so y'all can see it. They're going to um, start a podcast. What yeah, do you use to The edit? Dodge Squad Pod. The Dodge Pod. You know, if y'all squad. use that, I want some royalties. Um, and then also when we're feeling fancy and we've got more people over, I have like microphone holders. Mm-hmm. We haven't used those in a little while because we've been lazy. Yeah, okay. um, but yeah, and then editing it. wise. Oh, editing wise, we use Studio One. Well, I say we. I use Studio <laughs> One. Um, it's pretty nice software. You can really use anything. Cakewalk's free if you want to use that. It'll work. Yes, Austin. And then the website. Oh, uh, yeah. So Simplecast is what we use for the website. If you look on there, it'll show you that. But um, yeah, Simplecast is fifteen dollars a month for the subscription we use. So if y'all pay on the Patreon, that is what it goes towards. Yep. Um, but it also goes to paying for the all the podcast equipment. Um, Simplecast is nice. It runs the website for us. It hosts the podcast for us on all the different services. Um, that's why you can listen to it on Amazon Music or Spotify or iTunes or Google Podcasts, I think, possibly. Yep. Yeah. It's on everything. And um, our own website. And our website. Oh, yeah, you can just click on the website and listen to it through Google Chrome, which some of y'all do. I'm kind of surprised, actually, because I can see. <laughs> I can't see who it do- who does it, but I can just see that like somebody listened on Chrome. It's probably and then Cooper. we all just use uh, different yeah, earbuds. Cooper. Yeah, so we have like Austin uses something called like a K Bear, and then mine are like the KZs, and that's what Josh also has actually. Yeah, definitely recommend these earbuds. They're like they're fifteen like, bucks, but they're great. They're really good. They're nice. We can use it for Call of Duty. You do? I'm going to. Yeah, they sound good. They don't have a microphone though, so. Oh, never mind. Yeah, sorry. Josh likes uh, yelling at people on, what's it called? I'm not telling you. Modern Warfare? <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know. Is that the big one? That you wouldn't be able to fit on like 10 terabytes of hard drive? I don't know. He's not telling. I don't play Call of Duty much what because. He said he's not telling. Okay, I'm sorry, Josh. Love you. I'll also put Josh's gamer tag so y'all can add him on our Instagram. That's fine. Oh. But yeah, that is, uh, that's all our questions. So we went through all our questions. Good job, guys. Wow. Well, um, now that we're out, you guys need to submit more. Yeah, because if you don't give us questions, we won't have anything to talk about, and we'll just not say anything for uh, a while. We'll we'll we start. won't have an episode. We'll we can s- talk no. about stuff. We'll sit in silence for 30 minutes. <laughs> no, we can talk about stuff. You we haven't sit here and we haven't to talk- breathe. We haven't told your testimony, oh, yeah. camera. Or yours. Or mine. So oh, I mean, yeah. Like that's, at least that's, yeah. that's at least two episodes. Yeah, so, we yeah, so you guys do. got time to submit questions. We'll do a testimony episode. Yeah. Just... Don't let us down. Otherwise, we'll hunt you down. Oh. Kandler well, will hunt you down. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, we can get your IP address. No, I'm joking. Kandler could find your IP address. No, I can't. I'm not allowed to do that. I signed a contract. <laughs> With Jesus. Well, that and the school. They told me I wasn't allowed to do things that were illegal. Oh. Yeah. But, yeah. Y'all give us questions and your money. Patreon. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. And uh, follow us on Instagram and go to our website. Keep updated with everything. Yeah, get us on the grams. That's right. And the Patreon and the the simple cast and the, I don't know, what else we got? We got something else. But yeah, we'll see you all next week.
See y'all. Love you, homies. G-bye. G-bye. Yeah, I got you. I got you the same. All right, Ken's got me. I got a dog, his name is Doug. Doug. I don't know why he can't go to bed at night. I'm trying to go to sleep, but he keeps me up at night. He cries because he wants to go outside. I don't want to go outside when it is dark. I don't know what's going out there. Man, the bugs keep flying in my face and biting me all up. I get so mad at him because he doesn't listen. He wants to run into the woods and go missing. I want to find him. I'm going to cut him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to find him. I'ma bind him to the tree so he can't Dug move. I'ma hit him a lot. Don't call the police. I don't need to go to jail. PTSD. Let me show you about my dog. He attacks Stevie in the dark. The cat. I don't want to wake up to hearing the things going on between them. I need to neuter him. I need to give him some shots. I need to get his nails trimmed. But I ain't got no money because I'm broke. I'm broke, cause I'm a college student. But I got three animals I gotta take care of. Life's hard, man. In these streets, no one understands me. I'ma become the president of BCM and this is crap mystery, and everybody's gonna love it. I love it.